0: You're listening to episode 79 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. Happy New Year, friends! I hope everyone had a magical night and you're bringing in the new year with a fresh perspective. When I thought about 2020 and the episodes I wanted to bring you, I actually went back to your feedback to make sure that I lined up guests based off of your requests. And let me tell you, your suggestions did not disappoint I was able to secure many of the experts for the topics that you hit me with, and I am excited to share them with you over the next couple of months. And let me just tell you that this month's lineup is straight fire, but before I give you the details on what to expect for the next month, and of course, today, I've got some changes to hit you with. First things first, the show has gotten a little facelift. The original cover art for the podcast was a colorful brain and it also had the podcast name. But after much consideration, I decided to attach my face to the podcast. I put this off for so long because, well, it felt a little vain to me, but a mentor told me, it's your show, own it. So one f- way for me to do that was to really step into it and change the cover art. A little shout out to Kayla Coslow Photography for hooking me up with a photo shoot that so closely aligned not only with my brand, but my true self. The album art isn't the only thing getting a branding facelift. Most people know that over the last year, the Mind Biz Life Facebook and Instagram accounts were full of colorful memes that provide these three lines of text and they rotated colors, Right. Well, I've always gotten an enormous amount of compliments on how colorful my feed is. But sometimes I want to write way more than those three lines would allow, but I never really want to throw off the visual component of, of what those memes were, right? So since I was doing a shift in my overall branding, I decided that I would also do a shift in my social media content. And that, of course, made a whole catapult of changes from what my email newsletter looks like to my show notes to even my album covers for each episode. I invite you to look around mindbizlife.com or even at mindbizlife on Instagram over the next few weeks so you can see the shift for yourself and let me know what you think about all of the changes, if it's resonating with you or not, whether that's Visually, emotionally, vibrationally, energetically, whatever it may be, I am open to your feedback. I also wanted to point out that the Fuel Your Life Friday episodes are fully transcribed within the episode notes. And these are found on mindbizlife.com. Also, the full conversation episode notes are found there as well. Okay, so now that all that stuff is, you know, out of the way, let's go into the fun stuff. The majority of January... Will be filled with conversations that are all around the energy of 2020 and what we can expect from astrology energy forecast to a twin flame energy forecast to the moon cycle forecast. But what we're starting with today is one of my favorite topics and modalities. And you know, I had to bring back my favorite expert on this topic the practical numerologist, Felicia Bender. Felicia joined me to discuss what we can expect for 2020, which is also a four year, and how you can calculate your own personal year number, plus you get to learn what that means for you. So, are you ready to nerd out on some numerology? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up. Let's go. You're listening to
1: S2 with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith.
0: Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. Today's guest is not new to the show, but in case you're new to the show, or perhaps you missed the first time she was a guest, let me give you a quick bio. Dr. Felicia Bender is known as the Practical Numerologist. Felicia is devoted to helping you uncover your life's purpose, with numerology. She's also a author and the residential numerologist for astrostyle.com. Felicia, welcome back to the show. I love that you're joining me again for another round of numerology. Oh,
1: I'm excited because we've got a new year coming into play soon. So. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> hands.
0: <laughs> well, you know, according to the download numbers, our previous conversation was well-received by the audience, but for those who may have missed it or just need a refresher, The last conversation was really focused around the basis of what numerology is and understanding your life path number, but this time we're talking about the year 2020 and what we can expect from it. So let's start here. Clearly, we are in a year of repeating
1: numbers, 2020. What significance does this have? Well, it's interesting because 2020. Well, first of all, let's back up and and just uh, the, the the basics here are to get this four universal year that we're going to be talking about and that we are talking about in numerology. It's always this very very simple math problem, right? So just so to avoid confusion at the get go, 2020 as a year. So what we'll do is add that together as a little math problem. So two plus zero plus two plus zero equals four, okay? Mm-hmm. Just a pretty easy, but sometimes it's confusing. It's like, where'd you get the four? Anyway, right. so, so that's how you get that. And yet to backtrack to your question, 2020 is in terms of that repeating number, the two in numerology is the number of love, it's the number of patience, it's the number of uh, group dynamics, mediation, peacekeeping. It's all of that very um, all about the group energy, basically. Yeah. And what I find really fascinating to even to even think about is that we are concluding the a decade, right? Right. Uh, we're going into a brand new decade, and uh, and that that to me really indicates from this repeating, you know, the twenty twenty. Also numerologically, the zero is an intensifier. Okay, mm. so when you see it show up, particularly in this reason, it's like it's like you know, turn up the volume. <laughs> you know, right. so so and turn up the volume with the with every love song that you've ever you know ever have on on your playlist because it really the focus is on love <clears throat> and on peace and everything else. And it's interesting to even think about moving from the 1900s. You know that. The, uh, those decades into the 2000s because the 1900s were really all about self. Yes, the one is all about me, and now we're, we really are moving into a a unit of time universally that is more focused on on um, expansion expanding our idea around us. Right? What is and that seems to be the thematic, doesn't it? I mean mm-hmm. that that we're all talking about. Uh, oh, globally, we gotta really pay attention that we're not all little islands. We are all interconnected, mm-hmm. and this has really become such a thematic. So for 2020, it really is uh, an intensifier around the number two, around uh, love, diplomacy, all of those issues. And yet when we bridge it over into the four universal year, and that is an energy that we all are feeling uh, globally, uh, numerologically speaking. And so it is kind of an umbrella energy that we will all be experiencing.
0: So let's talk about the four then because the four is very different from the two and the zero So what kind of energy are we getting from the four year? Ah,
1: well, there's the rub, right? (laughs) (laughs) uh, The four and I don't want to give the four a bad name. Okay, before we get good just my disclaimer I love you four (laughs) and yet the four is the four is like your strictest teacher You know, uh, you remember the teacher that you really hated during, (laughs) you know, during, during grade school that made you stay in for recess because you really, you know, you forgot your homework. Well, that's kind of the energy of the year coming up. The four, it's really about setting long range, longer range goals collectively. Um, And taking action to achieve those objectives. And yet it really is about providing the foundation, the systems, doing the research, right? Get the new data and knowledge. So it's not about being impulsive and erratic and going in without a plan, Mm. right? So this really is a time, and it feels more serious because this uh, this year that we're just you know going to be getting out of now, um, you know, 2019, has been a three universal year. And I always like to kind of look very briefly at how it bridges, you know, from one to the other, because the three has been all about um, creative self expression, all about self improvement on some level, really digging into how we communicate you know the uh, that the impeccability, is uh, that even a word? We're going we're gonna to make it one. I, I like to make <laughs> words every day. So that's my word for the day. I but, like it. I'm going to roll yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> we're rolling with it. So it's, it really is about refining and defining the way in which we communicate, right? Mm. And to and to use our communication in a positive, more uplifting, confirming way rather than a negative and, you know, uh de- de- meaning and demoralizing way. Mm. Um, so it's been an interesting year for that again collectively and so now we're kind of bridging that self-improvement or the exposure of those soft spots right that we have collectively in terms of how we communicate, how we you know how we express creatively all of those things and now we're moving it into let's take some of those uh, those things that were created. This year and move them into next year, and and just to contextualize it, I would just kind of pull an example out of the air, which would be you know uh, Greta Thunberg, who has come over from Sweden, the young woman who uh, you know has really made waves, pun intended, I guess, with yeah, uh, <laughs> with uh, literally, <laughs> yeah, with the climate change conversation, mm-hmm. and you know, very, it, it's a very interesting. Um, So now we have that idea and now we have action and the, and the creativity and the galvanizing of that. Now what are we going to do with it? Right? Right. So that's really where we're, where we're moving into uh, again, uh, numerologically speaking is, is really, it is a year of building. It is Mm -hmm. a year of systematizing. It is a year of getting things rooted. Mm -hmm. And yet the, you know, the, the, the caveat to that is that um, we have to figure out what it is that we are collectively doing, right? Mm. I mean, um, that it sounds kind of silly to say it that way, and yet we have to come to, you know, some semblance of consensus about the direction um, that we're all headed.
0: And and that can be a little difficult as well because. We also we have, as you were saying, our our universal year number. But then as everyone's at clock strikes twelve on midnight on the first, we are entering a new personal year as well. Yes. So I'm, I'm not going to lie as you're talking about the four and our last conversation, we talked about me being in my four personal year. So now you're like, we're going into a four <laughs> universal year. I'm like, Oh, great. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Just more stra- of that. <laughs> yeah. Strap on your, your work boots, you know? Yeah. So but um, how
0: does, how does it, how can you balance the two? So if I'm going into a five year, which that's more about mm-hmm. freedom, right? Yes. And a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. how do I, how do you balance the two? Or is there
1: a such thing as balance? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you've got that, again, the overarching energy, but let's, let's look at the five. So if you're moving into the five personal year, And um, we'll we'll say this about you first, and then we can back up and give the the listeners some idea about what their personal year might be, so that they could figure that out. But um, but you know, you moving from this year's four into next year's five personal year, which is that immediate energy you're feeling um, most most individually, and the five is about freedom. Yes, and yet it is, if you dig deeper uh, to it, it's freedom through self discipline. It's the constructive use of freedom. So the, the, the real interesting balance point here is going to be, I find that as you're in, you personally, if you're in that overarching four energy, which is more about you know the step-by-step processes, taking it a little bit more seriously and all of that, and then you're being pushed into your question mark uh, for <laughs> your personal year is going to be, where do I, at what levels of freedom Am I experiencing that I'm happy about and what levels of freedom do I want? Mm. What do I want to create and how do I do? And and as simple kind of a no duh as it kind of sounds, it really is interesting to thin slice it because... You know, it's it's all year long. It doesn't just happen overnight. And, right. And while the energy of the year optimally is about travel, it's about you know, it's super sexy. You know, it's it's great for um, it's great for dating if you're single and wanting to mingle. It's a <laughs> great it's a great year for that if you're. And yet, you know, let's look at the oppositional qualities that we're always getting, right? So since it's earmarked for freedom, you get to investigate, okay, um, what, how are my finances? You know, do I feel financially free? And if I don't, how can I create more financial freedom? And usually that's not by running around doing anything you want, however you want, whenever you want, right? Because right. that's kind of our, our knee-jerk, you know, idea about what freedom is. But that's really so untrue right? Mm-hmm. You know, true freedom comes, financial freedom comes from, you know, having the wherewithal to, to set, set things up, to systematize things, to everything else, which is all about the four. Right. To create that foundation, to create that fountain of, you know, continuing, in perpet, you know, in perpetuum in terms of money that offer you the freedom that you want financially. Same with health, You know, some people might be struggling with a health concern as they enter into their five personal year. And again, the five can can lead us into indulgence, right, into excess. And uh, so it's time to if I don't have the, the kind of freedom with my health. It's, again, not going to come from being excessive. It's going to come around by having some discipline around it, watching what I eat, exercising regularly, you know, doing the things that I need to do, having my health checkup, whatever it is that works for you. Um, But getting that under wraps gives you that sense of freedom, but it takes a lot of discipline to get there. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So So, the four kind of helps it then because you're having that discipline and then you're also getting a little break (laughs) from freedom
1: and you can reevaluate. Yeah, precisely. And so it can ground you in Mm -hmm. some ways, in ways that maybe because one of the, you know, one of the challenges of the five personal year is because the five is all about fearlessness, really it can serve up your fears on a platter. And you know, what's so funny is that I actually am just leaving my, my personal five personal year. And I thought at the beginning of the year, I was so excited. I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, I am so ready for this. And I said, you know, all of this stuff. And I, I was like, given what I've been through the past four years, I have nothing left in my fear Grab bag, you know, like it is over. And then I got into the year and I'm like, oh, really? Okay. (laughs) I still have a few of those, you know, demons left. And I mean that in terms of the fear factor that comes up. And it can be even, you know, even around your business, Mm. say. Like, oh my God, I know in this year that I need to expand my business and I need to do that, but I'm afraid because I don't have the financial resources. I need to somehow invest. But that scares the living crap out of me you know you know whatever it is for you and so it can be on that level as well as other things and again think about all the components that we have in terms of what our our fear factor could be it could be about you know facing an issue in a relationship that isn't quite working right and having that hard conversation or whatever that could be a fear it could be you know there could be so many different factors coming in and that comes in with the five um so it all sounds, you know, it all sounds so fun and frenetic and super sexy and oh my gosh, travel. And it, and it is and it can be, but there's still those balance points uh, there where it also challenges us with, again, thinking about the numbers. We're always working with the opposition. So since it's about freedom, we'll also be faced a higher level of a sense of restriction. Mmm. What about our
0: friends who are going into a six personal year? What do they have in store for them?
1: Oh, the six. Well, the six after that, you know, freedom, change and facing fears, the six is all about responsibility. Ah. It's all about relationships and it's all about exploring the way in which you feel at home. Because the six is all about home, family—that it's love, duty, service, all that stuff. So it's a very responsible year. Often, when you head into that six, it's it—you you 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 know—are just uh, offered more opportunities to engage with your family. On what and whatever that means to you, it can be family of origin, it can be your own family, it could be friends, you know, your friendship circle, uh, anything. I'm very again non-traditional in terms of how we look at these constructs that we have in our lives, and uh, and yet it's often in numerology circles called the, you know, I don't mean to be weird and scary here, ominous. People don't take it like this, but it's 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 often called the marriage and divorce year. Mm. So it's if you're, you know, again, if you're wanting to create a, a, a solid, steady, you know, for real keeper of a relationship, it's often a good year for that. It will, you know, can can transpire. The energy is supportive of that. It's also, again, supportive of if you are in a relationship, it's where you're looking at it very, uh, very clearly and going, OK, do we up the ante and up our commitment level or is this it does this need to be, you know, to go away? Um, Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So sounds like sixes can be quite a doozy. So if you're rolling out of the six and going into the seven, what do you have to look
1: forward to? Well, the seven personal year is all about inner work. It's Mm. about knowledge gathering and really digging deep um, personally, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. It really is kind of a... um, Numerologically speaking, it's, it's often kind of referred to as a pausing time. It's like you push the pause button on mm. your, your life, you know, and yet it sounds, it sounds great, doesn't it, that way? Yeah. Of course, life, <laughs> life, life, life still happens. Life still <laughs> happens. And yet a lot of internal probing, this is uh, a year where it's, it's really about planning it's um, about introspection, it's about data gathering. So it's really a time for planning rather than doing. So that's the magic for me about numerology. It's like you're feel, we're often just feeling it anyway and yet to have the validation around that. So for instance, often people will come to me and they're so frustrated because they're in a seven personal year and they're, they're sending out all their resumes and they're you know on LinkedIn and they're going on interviews or whatever and they're just not getting the job. Mm. Or whatever, and so it's not set up for the job getting year. It's not set up for the the action, the go getting, everything else. It's, uh, it it really is designed for. Okay, you want a new job, so how? What what can you do to up your skill set? Maybe take a right. course. Maybe get some more information. Maybe you need to go to a coach and really revise your resume maybe you need to get, you know, some interviewing techniques, maybe you need to, or maybe you're just really sick of your job category, and you want to really reinvent, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's time to do that exploration, right? So it's really a time to, you know, to um, retract in that way and look inward. And often people feel very low energy during a seven year feel kind of detached and more introverted. Um, And so it's really kind of good to know, hey, I'm not just You know, not just losing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like thank goodness there's a reason behind this. And yeah. And maybe if for someone who is going into a seven year, that may be this could be a really good indicator of hey, I need more self awareness in my life and
1: Absolutely and and just you know and just to to bookmark that for a second let's let's talk real quickly about how to calculate your personal year Oh so yes as, yes yeah so that as we go along you can understand what what year you're in now and what you'll be in next year so the, it's a very easy calculation we take the, um, the month of birth so let's just say July that's a seven and the day of birth let's say if you're born on the 25th you take the 25th, And then you don't use your birth year, okay? That does not apply to this calculation. What you will use is the current year or the whatever year that you want to know what personal year you were in or going to be, right? So if you want to know what personal year you were in in 1999, you can put 1999 there and then you can figure that out. Um, and, And yet for our purposes, we're going to use 2019 because that's where we still, well, let's now let's use 2020 let's use yeah. 2020 cuz that's our theme for today. Yeah. And so in that in that case it's just a very simple math problem. July is a 7, so you put down 7. The 25th, you take the 2 and the 5 and you add that together. So that's a 7, another 7. And then you take 2020, add that together. We already know that that's a 4. And so then you add those all together, uh, the three numbers together to get your personal year. So seven plus seven is 14, plus four, 15, 16, 17, 18. And then we continue, always continue reducing to a one-digit number, and that is one plus eight equals nine. So if that were your birthday, 2020 would give you a nine personal year.
0: Mm, yeah. So be sure to grab your calculators. Pretty easy math. And I'm yeah, I'm
1: no no good at math, but I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so, you know, and and interestingly, so that seven personal year is often a very it's it's a very turning point year. I often find mm-hmm. it rivals, speaking of the nine personal year, the nine in its um I don't want to say difficulty. I want to say, in its learning curve, kind of its, mm. co- its cosmic learning curve. It will it will hand you some of your deeper issues, mm. and um, yeah. And I often find that, that um, sometimes during a seven personal year, things happen um, more what, in what we ways we would consider happen to you,
0: ah. rather
1: right, rather than you instigating them. So you're you know instead of you leaving your partner, your partner leaves you. Mm. Instead of, you know, you quitting your job, your job quits you, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you get, or other things that really challenged, you know, or maybe the death of a, you know, of a family member or a friend or someone. And you just really, it just brings up those deep, deep questions like, right. who am I? What is, what is my, you know, what is, what is this all about? You know, so it brings that up. And then of course uh, you get to do have a totally different uh, theme. And I do call it knowing the theme to your party after all. It it is fun to know it that way. So after the seven personal year, the eight personal year is very, very different. It is the beginning of what it's, it's what I call the beginning of a, a three year push time. Ooh. It really is the beginning of a transition cycle, a three-year transition cycle. So anyone who's moving into their eight personal year is in the eight, the nine or the one. These are intense years. Hmm. And, and when I say intense, it's not I don't mean that um, in a bad sense, at all. they're very transformational, very transitional. So the eight, the theme for the eight personal year is financial growth. Um, it's personal empowerment and uh, it, it demands some endurance. So it's really a testing year, but it is uh, at the get-go, it will test your sense of yourself and your empowerment. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. It's, it's a financial gain or loss or a little bit of both year. It's kind of a, a reap, you reap what you've sown during this year. So if you've been working concertedly toward doing well in that way you often get some you know it often blossoms and gives you the rewards for that and if it's just the opposite you get the the losses that go with that right mm. and so you have to really work at not getting into that whole victim mentality right of Yeah. Oh, why does this always happen to me? It's like, well, one of my daughter's favorite memes and I think it really applies here is and it just makes me laugh because we have to laugh right as we go along. Um, <laughs> yeah no matter what. But her her favorite meme is, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, (laughs) Right? Oh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, so you might want to tape that to your mirror on a, in an eight personal year, because it does uh, test you in those realms. And often you'll go to bed every night, wake up every morning, thinking about your bank account, thinking about your money, thinking about finances. It's a great time to, again, get that new job. Um, you know, expand yourself in that way. So all kinds of things can happen in that realm in the eight personal year. And then you bridge into the nine personal year, which is the end of a personal year cycle. Yeah. So you don't go to 10, right? You just bounce back to one. Yes, exactly. So in a nine personal year, it's, it's a, it's a conclusion year. It's a time to wrap things up. It's a time to let some stuff go and make room for the new. So Mm -hmm. it, is that finalization of this nine-year cycle. And I don't know if you're into astrology or not, but I kind of think of it kind of like an entire year uh, retrograde period in terms of looking back, you know, reviewing. Seeing where you've been, where you want to be, allowing—it's a surrendering year um, where again things can, things need to fall away, things need to be completed and you know kissed goodbye um, in order to make some space for the new stuff. But the the real issue with the nine personal year is that. And I use this example because I think it's so true <laughs> overarchingly about the nine years. So metaphorically, and sometimes literally speaking, the nine personal year, you know how some people ha- are in a marriage or in a relationship, it's not working. They they are going to break up. They're going to leave it. And yet they won't leave it until they have somebody else waiting in the wings. Yeah, um, yeah. To bring right in. Well, the nine personal year, literally and figuratively, figuratively will not allow you to do that. Oh, you've got to, you've got to get the divorce. You've got to, you know, again, metaphorically speaking, you've got to let it go and you've got to hang out with, in that liminal space for a little while, Mm. not only with yourself, like reviewing what your participation has been in this, but also it's just, you've got to be in this recalibration container. Before something else comes to fill it in. And that scares the ever loving crap out of most of us. Like that, that space of, well, I know I need to let this go, but then what if this is the best I can do? You know, it's like we hang on to that, to the, you know, known bad thing, um, and anticipating another bad thing, even though we wish it were good, but we don't know. Right? Right? You can't touch it, feel it, and understand it. So it really demands a certain amount of trust and a certain amount of, you know, just being able to um, trust that that moment of uncertainty. Mm. Right? So... Yeah. It's a, it's a big one. And then, you know, and then we go, we cycle back into the one and the one is the beginning of a cycle. So it is new beginnings, independence, planting seeds for the future. It really is all about moving forward into a next chapter and then the two-personal year is patience, love, networking. It really is kind of designed as a little bit of a resting period, yeah. <laughs> ostensibly. Oh, you good. Know, after, <laughs> yeah, dry, after, after those three years. <laughs> yeah, after those three years. And then uh, the three-personal year is self-improvement, communication, creativity. It's a very um, creative year, but it can also off- offer up, you know, your, um, I don't know, your communication, your emotions on a platter, right? It oftentimes it's funny. I'll work with clients. They're like, okay, this three personal year is kicking my butt. You said, yeah. <laughs> would be fun. And I'm like, yeah, it is fun. And yet it, it's kind of fun to really reveal where we need to, um, uh, tap into our creativity. It really is about whatever level of self-improvement you would like to focus on is really at the apex of that year. Mm-hmm. And then you move back into that four uh, personal year, which is the hard work time. And, yeah. um, so do they get it like, like doubled, <laughs> like
0: being in the four yes. year twice?
1: Yeah. That's- well, yeah. And often, um, you know, if you know your whole numerology chart, often if you have certain numbers, let's say you're a seven life path um, and you're in a seven personal year, it kind of really doubles it up right? Hmm. Because oftentimes you're experiencing an entire year that is going to give you even more intensified lessons around the very things that you came in here to do and learn all around your your life's purpose. So it just, yeah. So it really brings those things up close and personal is what Hmm. I find.
0: Are there any particular dates in 2020 that we need to pay attention to or be aware of, like say, uh O two, O two, twenty twenty or something like that. Do they have any more significance vibrationally?
1: Yes, well they do, and I don't have a list in front of me, but yeah, if you start, you know, kind of, I guess like four, became, four, four,
0: then it would, also yeah, happen. yeah,
1: yeah. Or even we're coming up to, you know, I don't know when this is when this is rolling. We're rolling this, and <clears throat> we're doing it in October, November. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but but in no, like for in November, every November. So this actually applies across the board. You know, eleven, eleven right is is a very is a significant date energetically where um you know again the eleven eleven energy is that that open portal you know that kind of connection from heaven and earth and it's a re- time to really sit, you know clarify your intentions to really you know set that uh, set those positive <laughs> positive intentions and in motions so there are some you know what I would call energetic Portals of energy that happen, but yes, very much so. Um, you know, we can we can look at specific dates and look at what they they bring with them um, in, in terms of the energy related to that day.
0: I love it. I love it. We'll have to stay in tune. And going back to personal numbers, mm-hmm. um, you offer a fantastic resource on your site that everyone. I encourage everyone after you've already calculated your personal number to go check out. And that is the monthly forecast.
1: Yes. Yes. And, uh, the monthly forecast, um, I don't know if I even need to say it. It's for any, any geeky numerology geek, Yeah, nerd out on it, but you, you take the, you know, we take your personal year and then we add, uh, the number of the month to come up with a monthly forecast for you. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're in a, Uh, a five personal year. Um, um, November is a seven month because you take the five, which is your personal year. November is an 11. Um, And so we can, you know, again, we can reduce it to a two. Usually we don't master numbers. We don't reduce, but that's that's, uh, that's the a little exception. Into it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's getting into the advanced formula here. Um, so, you know, we take the two and, uh, of the month and then we add it to your five personal years. So November is a seven personal month. And so the energy surrounding you or you know, the, the, the thematic for the month is contemplation is mm. more about, and again, people feel this pretty intensely, even if they don't, you know, know that it's, or you know, hanging around, know, know that it's operating. And it's, I love, I love being able to just, um, you know, look at tools like this and, and confirm what I'm already feeling and then be able to give myself some clues about how to, how to make it more productive, right. And yeah. more effective and make myself feel better because often what we're doing is struggling against it. It's like, you know, November, if you're in a five personal year is really kind of a a, more of a lower energy introspective time. And if you think that you should be out raw, raw, rawing and staying out, you know, at the club until five in the morning, eh, probably not going to feel great. You know, it's probably, you know, you're pushing against, uh, against something and you don't know why you think, well, I should be doing this. But uh, if you look at this tool, you, it really isn't what's, what the the whole month is set up for, for Mm. you. I love
0: this tool as well because I have a friend, we're we're different life path numbers, but we are in the same personal year.
1: Mm -hmm. So we'll
0: notice that while the circumstance may not be the same, the same themes are being brought up in different ways. And it's like, oh great. So like we can, (laughs) we can read the forecast and we're like, oh yeah, this is happening in my life right now. Exactly. I, I sometimes will you know, it's, and you've said this before, like you don't live your life by it, um, but it's a tool to use for it. So I'll, I'll read it beginning, like when you first put them out. And then oftentimes I go back at the end of the month and just kind yes. of review because then you've had the entire month and you can see what has happened. And sometimes you'll put maybe through the dates of this date and this date, such and mm-hmm. such may happen. And there are many times where I'm like, yep it happened. It (laughs)
1: happened. Yeah. And again, Felicia. (laughs) Well, and then Lauren, it's funny too. I hope you and your friend kind of, kind of do have a standing, uh, coffee date or something every month, like the, in the middle of the month. So you could sit and have like some, you know, some numero therapy going on. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the fun part of it too. When you get your friends who are kind of into the same thing, you can start, you know, speaking in shorthand and make the, you know, the depth of your conversations even more, even more connective. Right. And, and, and again, in more depth because you can go, okay, how's your, you know, seven personal months going, (laughs) you know, (laughs) how do you contextualize it? And it is fun again, just like you're saying, it's the same theme, but different variations on the theme. And it's really Mm -hmm. interesting to see how it shows up for people. Yes. I love it so much. I know you have a
0: ton of goodies on your websites for our audience to dive into. Where can they connect with you further and obtain these resources?
1: Yes. Go to feliciabender.com and uh, that's just the portal for everything. Of course, um, there's you know YouTube. There's some videos on YouTube. You can access them through through my website as well. But uh, on your your life path, other things. So if you just want a quick video and kind of get the lowdown on your life path number, there's a calculator uh, there on the website. There's the monthly forecasts. I've got a few books. So just FeliciaBender.com, and you you know you can geek out on your numbers.
0: Yeah, That's I right there. I oftentimes go back to your blog, and then. I love that you lay it out so you can calculate your numbers. You give the formula of what to do, Mm -hmm. um, which makes it very easy. And then you can just dive right, right in through it. So um, I love it. It's a great resource and I encourage everyone to go check it out. Felicia, I think this goes without saying that you are my go-to numerologist and I cannot thank you enough for bringing your expertise and light to the show again.
1: Well, thank you, and uh, we'll have to check in maybe mid-2020 and see how it's all uh, working for everyone. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, perfect.
0: Thanks. I could seriously learn about numerology all day. I've gotten lost in the numerology rabbit hole more than once. I encourage you to calculate your personal year number, then head over to Felicia's website to score your free personal year monthly forecast. I'm telling you, it is so good. I love reading it every single month. I've linked Felicia's website and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. And don't forget that on Friday, a new Fuel Your Life Friday episode drops. And of course, next week, we're getting more energy updates right before the first full moon of the year. And if you needed a hint as to what next week's episode is covering, well, consider that your clue. I'll see you back here either on Friday or next week, but until then, remember... Every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.